People like games. Presents. The at some point in the day show with Solo. What's up, what's up? It's Solo. Welcome back to another evening of Late Night Gaming Talk. It's Monday, March 2nd for this evening. As per usual, be covering a few topics of note with no scope, and then the focus or the final lap will be Mario Kart Tour and its announcement tonight that multiplayer will be added this coming month, which they had mentioned back in December. But anywho, prior to that, the socials at People Like Games is the handle, Twitter, Instagram, etc. The website, the shop, plg.gg, the show, all the usual content suspects. And now, without doing much further, let's get it. First things first, the Final Fantasy VII Remake demo has appeared. It is a playable clip of the game, which is going to be released in parts this coming year, set with a April release for the initial installment. I am not a particular fan of the series or a huge proponent. I did not play the original when it came out, nor do I have any vested interest in or false nostalgia for replaying this one, so I won't lie to you. Final Fantasy IX is a better game and more enjoyable and i bought it for the switch and beat it anyway so if you are a fan however go check it out it's on the playstation 4 now or it might have been just available for streamer no it's on the place go check it out but now over to marvel one of the few companies that did end up attending pax east while there announced a new mobile game titled marvel future revolution which is going to be a triple a mobile multiplayer open world rpg that will be developed by netmarble there is no potential date for the release just yet but given the title there will be multiple iterations of the same heroes to play and one of the goals is to obviously create a triple a which is a high quality or major studio uh level quality game curious to see would be huge dc has a great hit in that end with their dc universe online which has been out since 2011 still a popular game marvel had a few shots they released ultimate alliance oh shit i never played ultimate alliance 3 i gotta get around to that they released ultimate alliance 3 which was popular but came and went and does not have the staying power of these customizable open world games that the interactions and in-game quest and events etc keep going long after an initial uh release date which if you could probably ask gta 6 how that works if you need any advice but it looks like marvel is slowly shifting their focus now to gaming as well now that they've sort of used and peaked on the screens in the past decade not say they won't release any other good movies but DC is coming out with some anger, so I'm sure Marvel knows that it might be a good shifting priority or DC just owns the next decade because they have owned gaming for the past couple of years. Anyway, if you really look at the depth of the catalog. However, on to the next story. Over to Google Stadia. Just for a quick note, whether it's true or not, developers were claiming they were not being offered enough money by the company to develop exclusive titles for them. Not surprising. Still don't understand what the point of Stadia is i do have an idea of what nvidia geforce can be however maybe i'll just do a comparative episode on both and all the services and how the minimum number of titles available uh in gaming will make it very difficult for multiple versions of that exact service to exist in the first place but that's for another episode which might be this week uh, probably on the latter end 
I will inform you on the socials, which rewind to catch. Again, just getting at people like games. Now onto our final one of two, uh, just not even worth mentioning as a story. Amazon and Blizzard as well have decided to not attend the GDC. I think there's basically no one showing up and the ESA has doubled down on committing to E3 occurring, even though all of these cancellations are occurring, which brings us to our next story, which is the IEM Catalyst, which is one of or the most prestigious yearly Counter-Strike GO tournament and had its license uh, to hold a mass event rescinded on Thursday night before its opening ceremony Friday afternoon, obviously due to coronavirus related fears with regards to trying to bring together massive groups. I don't know why gaming might end up being that specific bogeyman if sports events still seem to be occurring around the world without the same sort of issues. However, maybe it was the enclosure. I don't know. But given that the organizers did not receive an official reason as to why they were having their right to hold the event revoked either, and it's just assumed that you have to assume that it's related to COD, uh, COVID-19, which is a coronavirus, not much you can do. They held it. Great online viewership refunded everyone who had purchased tickets bit of a mess handle very gracefully so shout out to the organizers and the team involved that's ESL if you're not familiar here's hoping that they have the opportunity or yeah I just know next year's gonna be even a bigger banger for them over there maybe we're gonna check it out I, I remember ESL one in Brooklyn is always a great time and so I'm sure that's an experience maybe maybe we'll take a trip around some events this coming year why not let the but the good old folks at the travel scene but that's all i got on topics of note for the day now It's time for a little bit of the final lap. Going to be talking about Mario Kart Tour and and its announcement over Twitter just, I think, at 8, 9 p.m. that it will be including multiplayer finally in the game. It is uh, a lot to unpack here, so we're going to rewind a little bit so as to make this a bit more comprehensible. So Mario Kart Tour was released in September of this past year and has been covered numerous times on this show dating back to November of 2018 when Lilo and I were cooking up in the kitchen with the people at games podcast the initial announcement made me think that Mario Kart Tour had the potential to be the biggest mobile game of all time and my logic was founded on the fact that Mario Kart Tour excuse me Mario Kart 64 was the most relatable game of all time to casual gamers and the most enticing game of all time to casual gamers because it included characters that they were able to identify and that had been popular in their childhood or youth. Two, it had very simple basic me- uh, mechanics with regards to playing the game. Three, it's a racing game. So with now pointing to that uh, mechanics aspect I just mentioned, it's colorful and it has weapons. And so there is social dynamics as well as competitive elements, as well as fun elements, all circled around a game that came out on a console that very much circled a very large demographic that fits and two gamers currently and large casual gamers who are technologically competent who may play games on their phone but aren't gamers and so when you have this sort of ip you have the ability to leverage it to bring them in so i assume that it would be very focused on multiplayer from the get-go and that multiplayer focus would lead to a ballooning of mobile gaming in the west because 
if you have to play Xbox with someone or if you want to play, you know, if you want to play Call of Duty with someone or if you want to play Pokemon with someone on the Switch, you have to go and and or you want to play a PC game with someone, you have to go to a specific terminal and request them and launch it. There's a whole lot that goes into the process. But if I'm sitting on my bed and I text you the same way those in text game or in uh, message iOS messaging games became popular at like the pool and the beer pong. If I text you a request to play a game and we could play directly from the exact device I sent you that message on, well, if the game is within all the touches on all those elements, fun, repetitive, or all these things, well, you might have a gigantic hit on your hand. However, Nintendo, hearing what I was thinking, decided to shift their strategy in the complete opposite end. And so, for a game that has amassed over 150 million downloads, it's only grossed $86 million in total. And that is fundamentally due to, one, not having multiplayer, so anyone who was initially excited about it very quickly lost interest, yo included. And two, had such an exploitative business model that it literally had half the revenue new as it did users which i have to think is unheard of when it comes to the scale and size and history of a company like nintendo and releasing a title like mario kart tour but when you charge five dollars a month which is what mario kart tour gold pass costs which is more than what your online service costs which probably fair since your online service is worth four dollars but all of that included just sort of very much paints the picture that they did not know what they were doing but now six seven months after the release which funny enough mario kart tour did mention that they were going to be doing this in December, but who are we as a folks to knock on delays? Because as I said, probably just the other day, better a delay than a shit product, but to release a shit product and then to have delays on fixing that shit product, that's the gray area in my theory. So I'm gonna go past that. I don't want anything too negative about Nintendo because I do want to work with them one day. So Nintendo, we love you. I absolutely adore you. Work with us. Now, back to my point. March 8th, they're aiming to launch it. Very much is, uh, you know, very curious to see what the result is going to be. Are the download numbers going to increase? Is it going to get a second life? Is it going to create implement a really shitty version of how to you know play online with someone like there's a lot of questions to answer now that the release has been done or handled in the manner that it has that even the idea of this multiplayer that was the foundational concept on which i thought it would propel itself is now in question barring my getting my hands on it on march 8th next week to try it out because you guys haven't really figured out how to do this one properly in the past couple of months and i'm hoping that it changes because i really enjoyed the game early on uh until i realized i couldn't play against anyone and i was playing against all bots and this is all that was there was to offer and sort of like harry potter wizards unite another company that leveraged a huge ip and just did not do an amazing job with it or has not job done an amazing job with it because fortunes are always subject to change potentially maybe but especially in these cases and in this case in particular but we shall find out as they're always prone to you know you'll be updated now that's all i got it's a return another week more episodes, videos coming this week. Everything back up on YouTube, going live, streaming, a whole lot of shit coming in March. So stay tuned. Get used to the people I game. Buy some merch in the shop, plg.gg. As always, thank you for listening. Peace.